Did you guys watch the uh, new movie, the Quintuplets movie? No. Fuck no. Alright, fine, Jesus. <laughs> I know, for real, damn. God, the hate. They nerfed him too much for me to give a shit. Oh my fucking god, look beyond their bodies, Jesus. Nope. It's the one reason I was watching. <laughs> I am a shallow motherfucker. <laughs> I will go on being shallow in this petty way. It is just who I am, Shinoda. You should know this. You've known me for seven years. And welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. My name is Alex, but you can call me Santa. And joining me tonight, I told you this was going to be cringe. We have uh, our dasher through the snow, Chinoda. Hello, eggnog and rum. I am yes. buzzed already. John, don't, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I haven't been on the podcast in so long, and this is what I come back to? Like, what the <laughs> I fuck? Told you, I told you from the outset this intro was going to be Oh, cringe. God. <laughs> but we also have our Zara source material joining us from the depths of finals week. John. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke, let's go. I was trying to decide which Christmas song to sing for my opening. And I, I was like, I got to go with the classic, right? I, it is. A, well, if you ask anyone who works in retail, it's certainly... um. <laughs> memorable listen it's that time of year that mariah carey thaws and we all run running screaming that's right january like where we put her back in store january 3rd i don't think so i'm pretty sure i read something that said all i want for christmas has never dropped out of the top 100s like ever jesus i I, I could believe that i could 100 percent believe that um but anyway, uh, the three of us have gotten together because it is that time of year again. Uh, it is the annual ACAD Christmas episode. Um, yeah, I, the last couple of years we've done some stuff that's been kind of fun. Um, we did, what was it, um, where we each watched Secret stuff Santa. that we hated. <laughs> yeah, Secret Santa. I love doing the Secret Santa. That was fun. I um, thought we were going to do that this year. What the heck? I, well, I didn't We were I all busy. A, well, not just that, I couldn't think of a, a good conceit for Secret Santa this year because the first time we did it, we did um, stuff that was on the bottom of our uh, like mal list in terms of score that we gave. And then last year, we did it the stuff that was on the top. I, I don't know where we go from there. Do we go to the stuff that everyone thinks is meh? I would have. This is just my idea. I would have picked like a draw names. Like we have all our names in a hat and we draw mm. a name. And we pick an anime for them to watch, something twelve episodes or less, and mm. th- then we'd bring it to like. So for, for Secret Santa, I was given this anime, and then they have to talk about it and review it, and then we're like, "All right, who do you think got you and made you watch that shit show?" You know what? Maybe that's what we'll do next year for for our Christmas special. Mayhaps. 
that that actually sounds like a, a fun idea especially i can only imagine what someone would give me to watch what absolute bullshit someone would give <laughs> me to watch <laughs> yeah i thought that was what we were gonna do this year but Ah, well, what we have gotten together to do is we're going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas or uh, just wintry themed uh, anime episodes, uh, movies, OVAs that uh, we have loved over the years. Uh, but I want to start this conversation out by saying um, maybe it's obvious, maybe it's not to the people who may be listening to this. Christmas means something different in Japan than it does in the rest of the West. <laughs> That's true. Just a bit. Um, it, it, here in the West, uh, where at least the three of us live, uh, Christmas is seen as a time to get together with family or friends and exchange gifts and, you, you know, just be the revelry of, of the season. And, of course, there's also the religious aspect of it, too, uh, the Christian uh, aspect of Christmas. Um, yeah, little baby Jesus in the manger. And I I want to point out that like Christianity is no stranger to Japan. There are many many people who identify as Christian, um, in in the country. Uh, but less than like I think it's less than two percent. But okay, <laughs> I, still it's a statistically significant number of people. Um, but my point is that there are a lot of differences to how the holiday is celebrated in Japan. Like Japan, it's like you were talking about it before. Uh, we started streaming. It's it's largely seen as a couple's holiday. Yep. Most of the, like, I, I don't remember where I saw the statistic where it's like 90% of couples have sex on Christmas Eve. Like, that's when Beautiful. most kids are, are conceived. It's during Christmas Eve. <laughs> Wait, they're Japanese people having sex and babies? That's news to me. Well, not the babies part, but the sex part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly do not remember where I read that statistic, but... Uh, I do. I think it was. I think you know what it was. I think it was from that episode of I don't understand what my husband is saying. That anime. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, no. I'm pretty. It, it's like I think it's her friend that's trying to like bone her boyfriend or fiance or whatever, and she talks about that statistic to kick out her friend because <laughs> she wants <laughs> to fuck her boyfriend. <laughs> so I think that's where I picked it up. I don't even know if that's true. I, I think that's where I got it. My my fake anime news. <laughs> fake news. Um, also, KFC is big at Christmas time in Japan. <laughs> yeah, like, so it's huge. always wild to me. I don't understand that. that, yeah. KFC so, in general is big in Japan, but it's huge on so Christmas So first Day. of all, KFC outside of America is fucking amazing. I don't know why American KFC sucks so bad compared to the rest of the world. Like, if you've had KFC in other countries, like, you know, in Thailand or in Japan or something, it tastes way better. Yeah. It's I don't not know just KFC is. either. It's just fast food in general has done so much better outside of yeah. America than like, inside of I've America. I've had uh, KFC in England and uh, in New Zealand, and holy fuck, it's so much better. I was like, what the yeah, hell? And I'm What's like, this bullshit? I don't, know if, I don't know if it's because, like, here in America we have, like, the farm mass-produced fucking inject water saline and salt into the chicken breast to make it like bigger (laughs) maybe that's why because our chicken fucking sucks compared to the rest of the world that might be it i have no idea but i do know that for certain uh fast food restaurants like mcdonald's for example in asia they have certain local specialties like you can (laughs) you can get rice and like regular food inside of like mcdonald's they have special sauces that are like they have like this plum sauce instead of a sweet and sour sauce well they have sweet and sour too but it's so good but, John, do they have the Szechuan sauce? 
bro, don't even go there. Thank <laughs> you so much, God. But so what happened was, I think it was back in the, I want to say the 80s or the 90s. Uh, KFC was like, man, we really need to like push our market out in Japan. And some dude was just like, what if we just told them this is how the Westerners celebrate Christmas? They have KFC. And it just stuck. And now it's just a traditional thing in Japan. Like that that's the main reason. And I'm just like, I don't understand how this became a thing, but it, it's a thing now. Well, it's, it's kind of like how um, back way back in the day, like over 100 years ago, Coca-Cola was trying to figure out how do they sell a cold drink in the wintertime? And then someone in the brilliant marketing team was like, uh, St. Nicholas? <laughs> Dude, God damn, did I, it I still remember the St. Nick on Coca-Cola. I remember the classic ads and I remember the fucking polar bears. Yeah. And, it's still, I don't even, like, it, it's just refreshing to watch them drink. Like, oh, these cool polar bears want to drink a refreshing cool Coke. Like, per, that was peak, like, subliminal messaging to get people the, to drink Coke. In the 60s, Coke also had it where those polar bears would wear sunglasses. And it's like, whoa, they're so cool. Yeah, I, like, I don't know what that type of marketing is called, but it definitely had an impact on me as a it's, kid. It's it, called it effective me... marketing is what it's called, John. Like I, I'm honestly I don't see very many, or I don't even pay. Maybe because I have ad blockers and stuff, I don't see very many commercials for stuff in general anymore. Oh yeah. I don't watch TV, but I honestly the only the last like soda ad I remember seeing was the was it Kylie Jenner and Pepsi was that was that the big thing a couple years ago? Are you talking about the one during the like the police protest where she was handing the cops a Pepsi? That shit was hilarious. I remember that commercial because of everyone online was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? It's so out of touch and stuff like that. It's so tone deaf. We solved all the problems with the Pepsi, guys. Yeah. And like, fuck Pepsi, by the way. Um, Unless you want to sponsor us, Pepsi, then I love your product. (laughs) However, Coca-Cola is superior. Coca-Cola, please sponsor me. I love Coke. (laughs) I will fucking shoehorn Coca-Cola everywhere. I actually like Diet Pepsi a lot. (laughs) I fucking love Pepsi. Bro, oh my God, we are. I, and I say this. I, I say this. I, I I say this. You're from the, the south. How can you like Pepsi <laughs> again? You betraying your this. own freaking culture, bro. Hold on. I say this with knowing full well that there are people I know here in the south who will listen to this and will come to a, my apartment with a gun and shoot oh, me for saying that. Oh bro, no! This is Alex's you can't live last that. Podcast. You cannot live that close to Atlanta and be a fan of Pepsi. It's just so impossible. I will say, I will say, I do exclusively use Coke for, um, uh, like mixers and alcohol. Yeah, uh, that's because fair. Because for some reason, Pepsi just doesn't mix that well with alcohol, in my opinion. No, Pepsi's a I mean, terrible I just mixer. think Pepsi doesn't. <laughs> I just think Pepsi doesn't mix well in general, like with anything. But I'd always just rather have a Coke. But how can you have gamers without Mountain Dew, John? <laughs> Gamers wouldn't exist without Mountain Dew. It's See, true, Mountain Dew you know. was a different company. Mountain Dew used to be its own fucking company before PepsiCo bought it out, okay? So it's not fair to give PepsiCo that credit. Check your facts. Oh, he right. He right. That, that, I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but I do know that when video games it's 100% came around, true. everyone drank Mountain Dew. It's 100% true. You know why I did? <laughs> do you know why they put the Master Chief in the soda? Because it was a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew's gotten really wild lately. Like every season, Baja they, Blast is it's just a like new flavor. Cup. Yeah, it really a mystery is. flavor. Yeah, they have a new flavor every like season, every like fall, winter, summer, and spring season. And 
I don't know what happened to Mountain Dew to make them turn into like this company. Because I remember before they had like Whiteout with Sean Sean White. Is that yeah, the snowboarder Sean White, guy? Yeah, that was yeah, the snowboarding one. That they, they had, had like Blue the, Voltage, uh, and they had yeah Blue Voltage, and then Code Red. Right? Those were like all the Mountain Dew that we used to have. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're just gonna roll out new fucking flavors. And I think it was. I honestly think it was because Taco Bell commissioned them to do the Baja Blast. And everyone loved. I fucking love Baja Blast. It's my favorite Mountain Dew flavor. Same. I feel. And, like, I feel like that has magical properties. Like, there's crack in it. There's got to be crack in Baja Blast, right? <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is, I think after the successful campaign of Baja Blast, Mountain Dew was like, maybe we should just release random flavors. And I love trying new drinks. I love trying new things in general. But like, mm-hmm. new drinks are something easy. That's like, you know, pick it up for two, three bucks. Try something new. Try something different. So whenever I go to the store and I'm, I always like, is there a new flavor of Mountain Dew that I can try today? <laughs> and some of them are fucking, some of them are really good. And then some of them are really fucking garbage. Uh, my wife Did someone here at Mountain loves... Dew have a good day or a bad day? Let's find out. <laughs> well, she likes really weird flavors, right? And I have to pick up new flavors when I see them when I'm at the store because I'm like, let's see if she likes it. And a bunch of the times she likes flavors that I fucking just absolutely detest. Mm. So... Like, I hated Voodoo. Mountain Dew Voodoo, the one they had for uh, Halloween. Fucking disgusting. She it loved was that okay. Shit. It was was that the one that had that, had that, like, tangerine taste to it? Yeah, it is. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't like I, I that didn't either. like it. But then, like, um... I'm trying to remember. She, she loved she loved the DUSA flavor. The, the one they sell for um, 4th of July. And I'm just <laughs> God, like, that's... this tastes like a bunch of mashed up Skittles and Starburst candy. This is fucking a, gross. Just I have a theory sugar. about that flavor. I have a theory about that flavor. I think it came about because they had a bunch of surplus flavors like Code Red, Baja Blast, and they just mixed it all together and said, yeah, this is a that's what flavor. they do for uh, the mystery flavor Dum Dums. That's exactly what they did for those. Yeah. And I, I remember that. I'm like, this tastes like they just had the bottom of the barrel shit. I'm like, well, we don't want to waste it. Let's just mash it together and call it mystery flavor. Yeah. Freaking crazy, dude. But, oh. man. Do you remember that time that Mountain Dew was like, hey, you guys can choose the new name of our new drink that's coming out? And the one that won was Gushing Granny? I don't remember this. Why'd you... Also, the I, if I remember correctly in that contest, the, the name that came in second place was Adolf Hitler did nothing wrong, so... <laughs> God damn. Fucking I love the internet, man. I, I absolutely love the internet sometimes. It's like when they opened up uh, polling to, like, I forgot what it was. I think it was in Britain or something. They they opened up polls online for, like, the name of a new cruise ship or some shit like oh, that. Oh, Bodie McBoatface! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that! What the fuck? Bodie McBoatface. I fucking love that name. If they had any balls, though, they would have named the boat that. <laughs> and they didn't. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a lot of companies do that for the viral marketing aspect because they know, 100% they know that people are going to do stupid shit like that. And it's just going to generate clicks anyway. Like, I never would have known about this company if they didn't do this. So it worked. Yeah. I think at this point, though, everyone knows what Mountain Dew is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyway, we're here to talk about Anime and Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was a long tangent. So far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> KFC, though. The point of that whole tangent was KFC is really popular in Japan, and it is hugely popular on Christmas. In fact, in a lot of KFCs, there's a fucking waiting list to get your fucking food, and you got to get in early if you want an order yeah, on Christmas. Yeah, you have, you have to pre-order your Christmas orders, like, I think in, I think it starts in October. 
like two months ahead. That's yeah. insane. Because a lot of places won't have enough. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't there also like there's uh, – I don't know if it's like a... – Also, let me let me say something. And it's not just fried chicken. It has to be KFC. It's yeah. specifically KFC. It's so weird. I would love to yeah. see their profit numbers on that, honestly. Oh, I'm sure it's like fucking Walmart's profit numbers on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Well, what I think is weird is that why KFC? Because there's so much better fried chicken around that's not KFC in Japan. Like Japan's food culture is amazing because they don't have very much else. Good drive in, so. Tori. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird to me. I'm like, why why KFC? That mm, I'm sure it's great, but there's way better chicken that you could get at fucking Lawson's or something. I think it's like Lawson's prob- chicken. Probably part of the fact is like brand recognition, and that's it. Even though there is like better stuff. Yeah, but it's hugely successful campaign. Like props to them. Yeah. It's also, uh, from what I understand, I don't know how true this is, but I I've heard that there's also a lot of the KFCs in Japan have like actual statues outside of them of Colonel Sanders, and there's like some kind of a I don't know belief or urban legend or something that on christmas you're supposed to kiss the colonel for good luck i I honestly (laughs) don't know anything about that uh anyway let's actually talk about what we're here to talk we've spent like 15 minutes just rambling about this shit uh oh yeah because there's not much to talk about like there's christmas episodes in anime like oh okay cool (laughs) but there are some good ones there are some really good ones okay Um, that's fair um I mean, we, so, we can we can start with I think what I, maybe the three of us here probably agree is the best Christmas anime episode, and that's Toradora. Well, before we do that, before we do that, we got to preface: spoilers abound. Oh yeah, uh, so yeah. we will be talking some spoiler stuff for uh, some of the things that we will be talking about uh, tonight. Um, we'll be sure to say out front what it is we're going to be talking about. So if you do want to, you know, fast forward through, you know, us spoiling something, it it'll be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think everyone kind of universally agrees that Toradora's Christmas episode, or episodes, really, are really good. Best Christmas anime, period. Let's be very fucking real. It's, it's not the- even a Christmas anime, but- It's a Christmas anime! Fuck you, I'll fight you over this! <laughs> there's a reason there's a yearly rewatch around this time for Toradora. It's because it's, it's a Christmas goddamn anime, John! It's not. It's really not. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, John. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Fuck you. (laughs) So is Gremlins. What's your point? I mean, Gremlins is a great Christmas movie. (laughs) I'm just saying, Torador... So, in Japan, because Christmas is seen as more of a couple's holiday, more so than, like, a family gathering thing, because they have Hatsumode for that, like, New Year stuff, so that's for family. So, it makes sense for them to make the distinction between, like, well, this one's for couples and this one's for family. Because they have that. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of confessions happen around Christmas episodes. Just because, like, it, you know, tensions are high. Like, this is where people get together during the holidays. And it's a true thing. Just like how um, when they go on, like, summer vacation, right? It's, like, during the uh, freaking summer scaring whatever. Like, courage, test of courage shit. Like, it's just... These are just super tropey times to be confessing. So I, I understand why you would say Toradora is because like, it's like, I think it's like three episodes, two or three, right? It's a three yeah, episode it's... series that takes place around Christmas. Yeah. And it's like the main confession happens in Toradora during these episodes. And it's great because we've been waiting like 20 episodes for this. So <laughs> I, I don't, argue... I straight up know several people that cried when that happened finally. 
Were you one of them, Shinoda? No! Lies. Absolute <laughs> lies and slander. <laughs> yeah, Toradora's Christmas confession episode is really good because I feel like it's really good because the story has been building up to this point for the last 20-ish episodes, right? That's that's why it's so good. Yeah, it's episodes 17, 18, and 19 specifically. And I think, but, I think the confession happens in the, the 19th episode. But I want to say... It could have happened at any season, and it would have been great. It's not because it was Christmas that made it great. Though it did contribute to the I mean, overall mood. I think that's so I think that's actually part of what makes the whole confession thing around Christmas time kind of, well, tropey first off, but also kind of magical because you have all that uh, like decorations. Like the Christmas decorations make it seem so otherworldly and, and, and magical. Well, it's super festive. Like, they have a, um, there's the Christmas party and stuff during these episodes, right? Yeah, like, yeah a lot I, of the Christmas episodes a... revolve around some kind of a Christmas party, yeah. The very yeah, like fact I, of... They're having it at school or something? I don't... Uh, it's a don't... it's a festival. It's yeah, like it's a school a festival. festival. Okay, yeah, they're, they're having, like, a winter festival, so it's extremely festive. Uh, best girl, Ami, is dressed in a, a really <laughs> nice outfit, so... John, we're not doing this! Oh boy! I'm just saying, best girl is Ami. John, if Natai were here, he would be, he'd be on my side. You know what? I'm, well, the, we all know Ami is, is the best girl. This is bait. Well, we I'm not falling for this. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm not fucking falling for this. Listen, Tyga's all right. Like Tyga's, she 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 gets her own ending. That's fine. John, I will literally call the wife right now and have her beat you. Oh. Don't make oh, me do no. this. Oh, she's right there. <laughs> she's behind you. Whoa! <laughs> 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 uh no i i think if you want a gold standard of what a christmas episode should be in, in anime i think toradora is probably the gold standard i think it's fair to say like i it, the thing about it is it's been years and i mean genuinely years since i watched toradora and i think i've only watched toradora all the way through twice and i feel like it's one of those anime that deserves a rewatch soon like i need to rewatch this because it's been so long there's a... I've rewatched Toradora so many times that I don't care about rewatching it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I've watched it like five or six times. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> the story is still the same. I still feel great at the end when I'm like, yes. Yes. I know my... It's still, uh... it's still, it's still maybe my favorite uh, anime romance, though, ever. Oh, no. It's, it's definitely... I think... It's up think there it's for top. me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a top ten. Maybe even a top five, but... I watch a lot of rom-coms, so it's mm. like I've, there's other things on there that I'd like. I like a lot more. Like for for example, for me, uh, Kimi ni Todoke, for me to you. So I put that on mine because that one also has a confession on Christmas, and it's just like it's been a long time coming. It's been like 200 fucking chapters in the manga, and I'm like fucking finally, <laughs> it's all coming to a head, and it's just like fucking finally, and. I just, just like I love... just like reading a manhwa. It's what you say at the end of it. Fucking finally. Well, the payoff to me was worth it because uh, Kimi Todoke for me to you is it's very wholesome. Um, there's nothing like I think Toradora is like more lewd than Kimi Todoke because it's I about mean, yeah. I mean they're both about high school students, but Toradora is more cartoony, more hammy and stuff like that. Kimi Todoke is more like adult oriented. I mean, in Torador, you see that scene where Taiga's pulling the thigh highs up? Mm-mm. Bruh, mm. pre-parade. Fucking pre-parade when she's getting ready in the morning. Whew! Whew! Rie Kugamiya! 
But yeah, I, I really liked Kimi no Totoke because the, again, it's like, I remember in the episode, it's like all the classmates are, they're having like a Christmas party and then I believe they go to a restaurant or something or they're having it at a restaurant and the main character, they finally confess like to the guy that they like and I'm just like, yes, yes, it's been 200 chapters. It it's been like happens. 36 episodes. It's been 36 episodes of the anime. Let's go. <laughs> Man, when but, you get confessions like that though, it's so good because like- Because it's, it's about yourself. the buildup. It's about the buildup. And that's what makes like Christmas episodes of anime so good because they know that this is the time to be confessing. It's They build it all up around and then there's a great mood. There's a great aura going on. And it's just like, this is do or die time. This is where people, you grow balls, you do it, man, you go for it. And by golly, was it fucking worth it? Like, normally <laughs> I hate, I, I'm i very impatient and I, I'm like, just just confess, you fucking idiots, just fucking confess. But I mean, the point of these rom-com stories is that you're supposed to see the buildup, which is why Torador is really good at it and Kimi Totoke is really good at it. Because you, you're building it up to all this culmination of it until it all finally comes crashing into each other and you're just like... It's the, like, epitome, right? It's the peak, peak of rom-com. Guys. I would argue, I would argue that's kind of what makes Christmas in general so entertaining because we celebrate it, well, at least in the West, we celebrate it for a fucking month and then the day it gets here and you're like, fucking finally! <laughs> yeah, it's weird how, how <laughs> it's weird that we celebrate Christmas starting from, like, even, like, halfway through November, people start doing Christmas stuff and it's just like, it's been like that for hundreds of years. Oh, and my, and my, and like growing up with my family, the day after Thanksgiving, that tree's going up. Yeah, that's like the same everywhere, I feel like. Oh, no, I had my neighbors putting up their Christmas lights like a week before Thanksgiving. Oh, oh wow. Jesus. Like, yeah. They're trying to beat the crowds, man. <laughs> They're being trendsetters. I mean, so, I, you know, Christmas, Christmas is a way bigger holiday than uh, Thanksgiving. Let's just be honest here. Yeah. Oh, I 100% agree. Like, Thanksgiving is about being thankful for your family and stuff like that. And we're just like, yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. But Christmas, though, <laughs> there's something about Christmas that makes it so unique. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, at least in the West, we get, um, I don't know if you guys in the East Coast, you probably did. I, I think the school system has been the same in the U.S., but we get like two weeks off at the end of the year because of Christmas yeah, and New Year's. No, that's yeah, the we, standard. Well, here in Florida, we get two and a half weeks off, but yeah. So like, because of that, it's ingrained into us at an early age that this season, this Christmas time, because Christmas and New Year's are literally a week from each other. So we get a huge block of time off. Like this is a time to be happy. It's a time to be jolly. And it's just overall great. Cause you just, cause we just get to stay home and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like about it. And, 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 and in the middle of that, you get gifts. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. I mean, I've never liked Christmas for the gifts. I've always just liked it because I don't have to do anything. That's why. I like, mean, the gifts yeah. are whatever. <laughs> gifts are cool, but just having two weeks off from school and at my current job, we also get a winter break. So I get Christmas and New Year's off as well. So I have like 10 days off from work paid. So it's fucking amazing. That sounds great. I, it's, I it's wish I got fucking that. fucking amazing. I, I wish I got that, but unfortunately, hackers don't take a day off, John. Well, they should. They should respect Christmas. Listen, yeah. in World War II, during, or, no, World, World War, War I, 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 I think you're talking once. about the Christmas truce? 
Yeah, there was a truce during Christmas during World War One, man. If they could do it, hackers can learn to take a fucking day off. Come on. <laughs> I wish. I fucking wish. Respect the fucking holiday, you hackers. <laughs> They're hackers. Uh, they don't respect shit. <laughs> but talking about the, the spirit of, of the holiday, I want to talk about Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, it's probably my favorite Satoshi Kon movie. It's not necessarily a, like an, a Christmas episode. Um but that entire story takes place uh, around Christmas time in Japan, and it has like the whole spirit. I would argue it's like got the Western spirit of of Christmas in that movie, in the sense that the movie is essentially a message about how family is what you make it to be, and like you see these main characters in Tokyo Godfathers running around the city and like yelling at each other and just being generally assholes to each other and then at the end they all come back together and they realize wow kind of needed each other that's so adorable (laughs) i know it's like it's like the actual like spirit of what christmas is supposed to be at least in my mind and it's really echoed great in that movie it just it's nice that it takes place around christmas so with like all the background art you see, like all the the Christmas trees and the Christmas decorations and how festive everyone feels, and of course the main characters are homeless, so they don't have any, re- they don't seemingly have any reason to celebrate. Of course, they find out at the end they do because they have each other, and that's what makes it really great to me. Have any of you? At, I know we did a um, uh, movie review for Tokyo Godfathers, but I don't think either of you were on it. No, nope. I haven't seen this. However, oh, a, I'm reading the great. wiki right now, and apparently the baby's name is uh, Kyoko, which translates to Silent Night. So, yes. like, <laughs> there's so many layers here. Satoshi Kone. I, so, Genius. I mean, God, what a what a, what a what a talent that we lost way too early. Jesus. I really wish he were still alive making movies. I don't know. I feel like if he was still alive making movies, he'd... <laughs> What's that uh, Red Letter Media thing? How's it feel to see? Oh, how, how's it feel to ha- uh, live long enough to see all your franchises go up in flames? It feels great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that. That's how it feels. You either just... die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, like mean, maybe it just if, happens, he were, man. if he were still alive making movies, he'd be doing the um, uh, what's the dude that just had a movie come out? Um, uh, that's a lot of dudes. Shinkai. Your name. <laughs> Uh, Makoto Shinkai. Shinkai Makoto yeah. Shinkai like his the last two movies he's made have been not great bro he turns into a literal fucking chair the dude <laughs> wait Morty. did that movie Morty. actually Morty. release already turned into a chair I think it did yeah oh, like last month or two so months ago while uh, me and Evan were at the quintessential quintuplets movie they actually uh, put out a trailer for it during the movie and it was the first time I saw it and I was like Oh, cool, a new Shinkai movie. Because, like, as soon as it started playing, I was like, I recognize this art style. I know what this is going to be. And I was like... And the EN releases, I think, January or February 2023. Ooh, uh, I think exciting. it's actually April. Um, is it I, April? I saw, That's I saw so late. I saw something that said April. Jesus, I'll, I'll, I'll have to double check that. I, I could be wrong, but I think I saw something on Twitter yesterday or the day before that said it was going to be in American theaters in April. Early April. Check the Anime Club After Dark Twitter for all the latest anime news, oh. please. Oh, oh, thank fucking you, Town plug, Crier dude. Chinoda. Nice fucking plug, bro. Thank you very much. I took advantage. Town Crier Chinoda. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I highly recommend um, Tokyo Godfathers. It, well, really, any Satoshi Kon movie. But if you're looking for a good anime movie 
um, that has that spirit of Christmas in it, Tokyo Godfathers is a fucking a great bet. Um, and if you're just looking to watch a Christmas movie, Jingle All the Way. Yes. Absolute fucking favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. I got the Tomo Bento. <laughs> I don't know what it is. What was it about, like, Christmas movies in the mid-90s where it was either children being little shits or adults just beating each other up for Christmas toys? It's fucking hilarious. I don't know. I get... Home Alone's a Christmas movie, too. Oh, Home Alone's a, a great movie. Nah, John, you know what's a uh, great what... Christmas movie? Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, I was going to say... Jenoda. No, the movie... A movie. Is where it a movie? There, yeah, yeah. Santa, it's a cartoon, and it's where Santa gets tried because they're like, "You drunk driving bastard! You had too much eggnog. You hit grandma." <laughs> yeah, that shit was. So <laughs> I, I haven't I, seen this in like twenty years, and I still fucking remember the movie, dude. <laughs> I, I the first time ever hearing of it. Holy oh, shit. Alex, you need to watch this. It's so fucking good. This sounds awesome. <laughs> but also, Eight Crazy Nights, uh, the Adam Sandler Christmas movie is really, or I That's guess it's really a, a Hanukkah movie. A Hanukkah movie, but it's it's a winter holiday movie. Let's call it that. Also, That's I want to point out we gotta celebrate po- Hanukkah over here as well. Shout out to Natai. <laughs> yeah, yeah yo, Natai, shout out. Not here. I will say, in fairness, I actually did try to find ep- like examples of Hanukkah episodes of anime. I could not find a single one. Oh, okay, that's hold on. I got, a, I got, a, I got a tangent. I got a tangent. So I saw on a, it was on a Reddit post where someone made a fucking meme about like all the anti-Semitic stuff that Kanye's been saying, and there's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, he's Jewish, and it's like, and then this rabbi comes up, he's like, you know, I used to tell Kanye, all of the lights, all of the lights, the menorahs, all of the lights, and I just started fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a really good impression of a Hasidi. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like, there's just a bunch of Jewish people like, just parodying all of Kanye's music. And it's just like, oh yeah, he was obviously he was Jewish, and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Reformed crazy. Rabbi Bill Jesus Clinton. Christ. Oh God, <laughs> the fucking Game Awards. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I, I have no idea what any of that's about. Like I, I, don't I, I just learned funny. about it yesterday, but I'm trying to think of um, there was another Christmas movie I was going to recommend that I think is really good. Die Hard. Okay. Yes, Takatomi Tower. We're all meeting there December 24th. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh my god, I can't remember it. But you know what's a really bad one? That Tim Allen one. The Santa, Claus? Like, the Santa Claus? No, not the, not the Santa Claus one. I think it's Tim Allen. It's a Christmas movie where they want to cancel Christmas because their daughter's not coming home for Christmas. So then, like, Tim Allen and his wife get, like, a, a tan and they're going to go to, like, Bahamas or something. And then all their neighbors are like, you're not going to celebrate Christmas? And I'm like, this is the worst fucking Christmas movie I've ever seen like, in my bro, life. Bro, what the fuck? I'd rather be in the Bahamas. Are you fucking kidding me? My wife has informed me that it's called Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, okay. That's the movie that I'm talking about. Oh. That's a terrible fucking Christmas movie. <laughs> I okay. hated it. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's bad. I've never it's even real heard of bad. this, yeah. And like, oh man, there's so many as much as there's there's good Christmas movies, but there's also super bad Christmas movies. And Christmas with the Cranks is one of my all time like hated christmas movies there's also like every year hallmark decides to release christmas movies too like the hallmark christmas movies those are really bad they're hilariously bad i remember there was one where like stereotypical some uh, this busy business lady moves to like a small town and falls in love with the postman 
and like but the postman's postman. always hot yeah he's a hot postman but also he's like a single father or something and like it's just really awkward acting <laughs> and i was just like hallmark movies are bad <laughs> There, and I, I I feel like they do it on purpose, though, because they just need to crank out, like, bad movies. Because here I am talking about these bad Hallmark movies, giving them traffic. So, there's that. All you've right, been, tangent over. Tangent you've been bamboozled, over. John. You've done their job for them. <laughs> My tangent is over. I just had to talk about Christmas with the Cranks and how it's a terrible Christmas movie. Also, if you are looking for a good Christmas movie that's kind of an older Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life is still a classic. I don't think I've watched that, actually. It's it's so old, it's in black and white. (laughs) Uh, It's it's still a great movie. I watch it, I I won't say every year, but at least every other year I end up watching that movie. Um, Anyway, um, I also briefly wanted to talk about the disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya, which there's a blast from the past if anyone uh, is as old as me. Uh, Still haven't watched it. it. I I cannot state how big Haro he was in like 2006 2007 like that was anime. yeah the fucking hari hari yukai dance dude it that was wasn't big Pete it Weed. was a fucking era De- it was like you had the big three which everyone was always talking about that anyway that was bleach you know one piece and naruto which were all going on at the same time then but y'all like Haruhi came out and that was a fucking phenomenon like that was when i really started to to think that oh maybe this anime thing is might take off one day i don't know because like no. even people in my school were talking about it who never talked about anime before i just wanted to make a comment you know, it's been like 18 years, and the big three are still airing. <laughs> <laughs> the return okay. of the king! Fucking Bleach, let's go! Okay. It's so I good! I want to say yes. I want to say yes, you're right. I just wanted right. to make a point. I just I'm wanted gonna, to make gonna, a point. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I want to say yes, you're right. However, one of the th- one of those three is still airing. It's One Piece, because it'll never stop airing. Uh, <laughs> two, Bleach, yeah, technically, but it's kind of a second season or a part two. It's the final season. No, it's the end. Really it's just it's the end of the manga, isn't it? Yeah, it, yes. it is. We talked about. It's yeah. literally the last part of it. So it's just the last part adaptation of the anime. Of they the just manga, really I mean. just should have called it Bleach and just kept going. They shouldn't have had like the subtitle. And I get that Baruto is technically not Naruto, but it's listen. it's a spinoff. It's a Point sequel. Is, it's not a spinoff. It's been like fifteen years, and the big three are still here. So it's like true. the return of the kings. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. you're not wrong. As much as I, I, I don't want it to be right, you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't remember uh, the uh, the Christmas episode in Haruhi. It's been so long since I've watched so, it. Well, the disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya is is the movie. Um, and okay. While it's not, it's very superficially about Christmas, but it came out at Christmas time, and the story revolves around well, is is in December, and like you know, you've got the the festive lights and the decorations and everything. And the reason I just view it as a Christmas movie, even though it's very superficially Christmassy, is that when I originally watched it, it was Christmas time, <laughs> and I don't know, it just takes me back to when I first watched it in what two thousand eight, I think it was. Um, which was also my senior year of high school. Ah, yes, the formulative years. Ah, yes. I was just getting into high school. Oh, you young, young man. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I was just getting into high school. Oh, you young, young (laughs) (laughs) Uh, man. You really know how to make me feel old. You know that shit. 
<laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Fuck you, Tenoda. Fuck you. <laughs> you look great for your age. <laughs> That's something, I guess. I'll take it. At this at this point in my life, I'll take any compliment I can get. I don't know. Just for some reason, when I watch Disappearance, I, I really... I get in that, like, Christmas mood. I don't know what it is about that movie. Because it's... Like I say, it's so superficially Christmas. But... See... I, I thought feel like it's you were a Christmas gonna, movie. I'm surprised you didn't put K-On! Because K-On!'s Christmas episode is so fucking cute. It's Okay, K-On!'s Christmas episode is oh like so God. wholesome and so cute. You just gotta go like hug a pillow until you like make it pop. Like, I forgot about I gotta it. Take my, <laughs> I gotta take my insulin when I watch that fucking episode because it gives me straight diabetes. The whole point of that episode is like, Ui wants to make a white Christmas for Yui because she really wants to see snow on Christmas. But they live in a place where it very rarely snows. So she just goes and like tears up a pillow and throws it on the fucking ground. It's like, ooh, it's a white Christmas. It's so wholesome. That shit was so goddamn cute. God. What did also I another about um, that? another um, KyoAni anime because <laughs> Haruhi's also a KyoAni product. Oh shit! I forgot about that. It is. All right. Like, there I was need. That time I need to where, know though. There was that time where KyoAni just had the fucking monopoly on anime for like three years. I mean, they still kind of have a death grip on anime just because their art style is so uniquely Unique. KyoAni. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's KyoAni when it's like super bubbly and round and cute and pudgy and you're like that's kill any all right and you got those wide hips on the girls oh. those thick thighs mm. all right boys calm baby down I can, I can see it getting up calm down <laughs> <laughs> baby making all right all right i need to know what is the red-nosed reindeer episode of sword art online all right so this is a fucking is this, boss is this level. the episode what boss level no 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 I th- no actually it was a special event i think it's been so goddamn long, I barely remember. I I haven't seen Sword Art Online in a long time either. And you said I have PTSD from, episode... from Sword Art Online. Like, I'm having a, like a conniption over here just hearing that name. I I was like, is this the episode where him and What's-Her-Face bang? Is that it? No, no, no. No, that's the movie. Like, this, was, this was much... Uh, that was much later. No, this was like episode well the three. reason i say that was because no man chapter 16.5 we know that that's when they banned yes 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 <laughs> that is it's, the true christmas anime it's, okay, it's okay. two and a half years of of gunk just like splooged out into her right <laughs> okay, okay. What... christmas asana you're pregnant i, I got it oh, uh, God. story skips ahead following christmas eve when a special event boss Nicholas the Renegade is set to appear, and oh my God. fucking Kirito solos the boss. And it's okay, uh, so it was an item that this? grants a reprieve from a person's death, but only up to ten seconds. I remember this. Yeah. Oh, is this because what's her face dies? Yeah, in that trap room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole party okay. actually, if I remember right. Yeah, the party wipe when they get trapped in the tri- teleport room or whatever. I remember that. That okay. I, I I vaguely remember this episode. I mean, I vaguely remember the people dying and then him being a sad little emo bitch boy. But <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely remember Sword Art Online. See, I, yeah, I also va- I remember the fight scenes. That's all I really do. And Crossing Field. A crossing Field, such a good opening song. But yeah, like, no, there's that... good parts to Sword Art Online. The story is not one of them. <laughs> no, the fight scenes are awesome. I love the fight scenes. They genuinely look good. 
Oh. Sword Art Online is a technically well-produced anime. Its story is shit. No, so yeah. Yeah, on a technical was... aspect, it, it's well-built, but, I mean, the story itself is just garbage, so. But, yeah, no, this was the, uh, this was that episode, and I, I just remember it because I always remember that goofy-ass-looking Santa boss, and I'm like, holy fuck, that actually looks a little bit terrifying, but at the same time, it's funny as hell. It's not It's not Santa Claus, it's Krampus! <laughs> I'm just, it makes me... Why would there be an item that grants you 10 seconds of reprieve from grief programmed into this game? Like, who, what? Because the person because, who created it is a villain. Yeah. Well, the guy who created it originally didn't intend for it to be a, a death game. He just wanted all control, right? Like, it was supposed That's to be testing this. I I don't remember what the villain's, like, actual reason for doing it. Other he than literally said he forgot Asuna. why he did it in the first place. He, he yeah, did. I don't remember. Dude, I also don't question remember. this. He is evil for the sake of plot. That's why he does it. Yeah, but I'm like, there's so many. So if you think about it for a second, right? John, why would there be an risky item? Territory. No, no, that's no, risky no, no, no. territory. I'm just saying. I need to know. I need to fucking know. Why would you program an item that grants you reprieve for ten seconds from grief in a fucking video game? How would that work? Like, are they creating anime drugs? What is this? It's it doesn't jet. make sense. It's literally Jed. Todd Howard. It just like doesn't make you. sense. And if he couldn't program the game from the outside once he was ready inside the game, it means that someone did this beforehand. So what the fuck does that mean? I whatever. This is this I'm, is your video it. game design coming forward. Because I right swear now. to God, he was just like he programmed the mirror thing because he was. This is like a last second like thing that he wanted to do because he wanted to be God in his own world. But the other items don't make sense. The last second ones, like the mirror revealing, which makes you turn into your actual face scan person. Like, sure, that you can do last second. All right, never mind. I'm getting into way too into this. Your your problem, John, is that you are trying to espouse logic in Sword Art Online, where there is no. I just, okay, I just needed to know why you put that. I thought it was the episode where he fucks Asuna, but I guess not. No. Is that? But, but you do... The 16.5 thing is technically non-canon, but, I mean, everyone thinks it is. Uh, How is it not canon? It was in the web novel. Because because the light novel is what's considered canon, and 16.5 isn't Boo. in the light novel. Boo. The original author wrote it. It's canon. I, I agree. Canon. I agree. But, but the entirety of the anime for Zorro Online is just a build-up to the first movie where you get to see Asuna's titties. Hold on. What? Excuse and, and, oh, you? In the first movie, you get to see Asuna's titties. Yeah. Wait, time stamps. Receipts. Come on, <laughs> I, let's go. I don't go. know the time stamp <laughs> off the top of my head, but I do know you see them. Now, what a... Never mind. We're not getting this. There's doujins for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm tangenting so hard. There's also right. 16.5 for this. Oh, no. Oh, not God. again. Not again. No, it's... <laughs> And if you guys want to see how cringe that is, we also did a dramatic reading of chapter 16.5. It was disgusting. It's the worst. But it's also I, one of the most watched things on our YouTube channel. I I had to edit that episode. I had to take breaks every like 10, 15 minutes because I was like, I want to kill myself. This sucks. I hate this. It's so cringe. I'm like skins crawling like, ugh. It's like Mike on Led, Red Letter Media just pulls a gun. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to talk about other favorite Christmas episodes because we've talked about happy things. However, oh. let me talk about sad fucking 
Christmas episodes in anime. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Angel Beats. Um have you guys you've all seen Angel Beats, right? Oh yeah. I don't remember it's been it. a while, but I have seen it. So okay. I watched it when like it was, it was very airing. young. Yeah, when it was like airing, okay. I think, when I was very young. But I don't remember it at all. And I don't remember what's sad about it, so I need to like rewatch okay. it. I'm actually what's gonna sad? take off my death, headphones Chinoda. for this just so I can like Go in later. Sorry, what was that, Alex? I said it, it, it's about death, Chinoda. It's going to be sad. Oh, I know, I know, it's about that, but like, right. I don't remember what's sad about it. All right, Anyways, Chinoda, I'll take back. off your headphones. Yeah. Let me. All right. So, is Chinoda gone? Uh, he must be. All right, Chinoda's gone, and everyone else who doesn't want to hear spoilers for Angel Beats, go away for like about five minutes, starting now. Okay, so what's super sad about this episode is that. The main character, who we know is dead, he's having a flashback to, like, when he was still alive. And he's carrying his sister, who's, like, sickly and dying. And it's so sad because you get to learn more about his backstory, about, like, why he wanted to become a doctor, why he was trying so hard. And you just learn about his sickly sister, who's just like, oh, Nii-chan, we'll go see the festival next year. And then it's like, she doesn't make it. And you're just like, oh, no. Watching that, it's like, oh, this is an immediate <laughs> death flag. Like, Angel Beats is sad in general, but it just, like, hits you in that Christmas episode. It's like, why? Why did you do this? You're already a sad anime, dude. Fucking yeah. low blow. His dying, deathly sick sister who's dying of super mega cancer AIDS. Because I don't remember what she had. I think she had cancer. Uncurable cancer. And, it may have been. Because it's usually that. I, I don't remember the disease she had either, but it was some kind I also of a don't disease. Remember. Yeah, and it's just so sad. And it's like, because she's going around and she's spending Christmas with her big brother and she just wants to play in the snow. And she gets, she collapses from it and he's like carrying her on her back and he's making all these empty promises like, don't worry, you'll get better, this and that. And it's just like, <laughs> you just start ugly crying because you're just like, oh, oh, the main character's heart is so big. Ah, ah. <laughs> and I just, I, I, Christmas is a very happy time of the year. But it's also a very sad time of the year. <laughs> it can be, especially if you have any kind of like tragedies that occur around that time of year. Yeah. Um, and let me ask you something, because we're, since we're talking about Angel Beats, it doesn't say have anything to do with this particular episode. But what do you think is the sadder part of Angel Beats? That, learning how his sister dies, or learning how the main character died? Oh, shoot, dude. Learning how the main character died fucked me up. Oh, because me too. It's like... He he's a promising young student. He's on his career path. He's going to be a new doctor. He's going to help cure and save hella people because he couldn't save his younger sister. Super cancer AIDS. Super cancer AIDS. And then like the train derails and like a bunch of people are dying. And he's still like he he inspires them at the very end and gives them all hope to like move like to try to survive. And then finally help fucking arrives and most people are alive, but the main character is dead. Yeah. And all he did was, like, right before he died, he, like, he took out his donor card and was like, you can take my organs. And then it inspired everyone else to be like, well, even if we die, he, he helped them, like, come to terms with, like, their death and that you can still do good even in your death. And it's just, like, it's a very powerful and moving moment. And I, I get that Angel Beats is about, uh, it's supposed to be sad. It's, like, literally it's about death and trying to move on from it and stuff and grief, right? Like, oh, God, all of Angel Beats is so sad. <laughs> the but, entire The entire, like, premise of angel beats is literally just how to survive going through a trauma <laughs> yeah it's a really good fucking show um and music's really good there there's there everyone comes down one of two ways on angel beats either it's one of the 
greatest things ever that talks about things you know, like things like death and and trauma and getting over those things, or it's the most overrated anime of all time. I think if people feel it's overrated because everyone's like, "Oh God, Angel Beats is so good," and it's like it's good because it's about grief and processing grief and getting like learning to be okay. Like it's not about getting over it because you don't really get over grief. It's more of a process of like learning to be okay how you with not being with yeah how you deal with it and learning to be okay to be not okay. It, it's really what it is, and that's why I love it so much. But yeah. we can bring Chino back. Too. I'm I'm done with the spoilers for this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I do agree. It's it's one of my it, that and the Christmas episode are one of my two favorite episodes of Angel Beats. I absolutely love it. Maybe, you know what at some point i know it's an older show but at some point i'd love to do a spoiler cast for for angel beats i mean we could it's like 15 years old at this point i don't know i know it's not necessarily uh, like relevant now but i still would uh i would not be against doing it at some point i mean <laughs> because it's an older show that i love could do a christmas episode stuff watch along i don't know i mean maybe maybe that's something we could do next year i don't know We'll have to Chinoda, are you back? Oh, oh no, he's he's nope. fucked off. He went he's to the bathroom. Off. I pinged him. The oh. bastard. Oh, whoops. He's back. He's back. Yeah, I love. Nice. I was looking All at right. the wrong chat. I was looking at friends then instead of VIP. Uh, All right. So now I'm gonna Clenad. spoil Clanad after story. Now time to spoil Clanad. <laughs> Okay, no, time to I take did... my headphones off again. No, no, it's not much of a spoiler. It's not much of a spoiler. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, it's kind of a spoiler. Chinoda, God Chinoda. damn! God, I hate you so <laughs> now that I think about it, it's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> Fuck off! Wow. All right. So, Clanad after story is so fucking sad. Like, Clanad, I believe Angel Beats and Clanad is by Visual Key, right? Yes. Producers of like the think, saddest fucking shit. I think they're both by that, Visual. I think so. I think they're both by Visual Key. Anyway, so in After Story, uh, the Christmas episode, it's not too sad uh, because it's just like you see all the characters, they're hanging out, and it's, it's actually a great time, but it's sad in retrospect because like if you have future knowledge of what happens in it, you're just like, oh, this is the last time they'll be happy together. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's sad <laughs> once you watch it. However, what's also sad is uh, there's also the um, – when – the main character guy, Tomoyo? Tomoya? Mm. Tomoyo? Yes, Tomoyo. Tomoyo. Or to Tomoya. Uh, Tomoya, yeah, whatever. I don't fucking remember. Tomoyo main character is guy. the, uh, the brown head girl. The brown? No, she, she has silver hair. Anyway, point oh, is. Silver hair, whatever. In the main visual novel, guy. she has brown hair. <laughs> Does she? Bullshit. Anyway, the main character guy, he abandons his daughter after his wife dies, and uh, she also is sickly like her mother and he reunites with her when it's snowing and she catches a fever and it's also christmas time and it's so sad because he's making all these promises like oh i'll be here for you and it's just like oh no ushio's gonna die too (laughs) just like her mom in the winter time when she caught the actual death disease and it's just so sad and it's just like uh, why why do they always use they use snow and cold and like winter time to just reflect sadness like it's a season of death in clanad and it's just so fucking it's iconic to me because like again most christmas episodes are about lovers about like romances about happy feelings maybe bittersweet feelings it's not about death and depression which is why i love angel beats and clanad after story so much this is literally the opposite of festive (laughs) yeah and it's like uh that type of is it dichotomy yeah dichotomy like you have that contrast 
yeah, that, that contrast in feeling is like what makes it memorable to me. And I haven't seen, I, I see more episodes, more animes now doing like maybe more sad stuff during Christmas time, but like not to the extent that Angel Beats and Clinad After Story did. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent for sure. However, I do recognize that Angel Beats and Clanad After Story are meant to fuck you up emotionally. Oh yeah, They're just for sure. in, emotional porn. The animes is what they really are. Um, and we were both wrong. Um, so Clanad was made by Kyoani. Um, it was Kyoani. Okay. Angel Beats was made by PA Works. No, but I thought they were both stories from uh, Visual K. No, uh, Clanad is. Uh, Angel Beats is. is made by Jun Maeda. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Or at least uh, he was the original writer of the uh, the screenplay. All right, I'm gonna summon because the, the anime back itself again. is a, is an original work, um, and Jun Maeda went on to uh, do a manga adaptation of okay. uh, Angel Beats as well. Well, that makes sense. I had to go look that up because like they do have very similar art styles. Um, I don't know. I just whenever I see sad anime, I could think, okay, it must be Visual K because Visual well, K just likes making sad shit. <laughs> yeah, Visual K did do the original visual novel for uh, Clanad, um, and that's why like all Visual K novel uh, visual novels have like the big bug eyes. That's like their yeah. distinctive feature. What have they anyway, done recently? Enough about enough about those sad animes. Um, I have Real Life here because I love Real Life a lot. It's another rom com. But it's kind of it's in the similar vein of like um, Kimi no Totoge and Toradora. It all culminates to winter time, and when they have the Christmas episode, that's when the main characters confess to each other, and you're just like, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's really it. I you just have that that swelling in your chest, like it's it's happening, it's happening, <laughs> because the buildup for a lot of these shows culminates around christmas and that's why it's memorable to me that's what makes a good christmas episode borrowing the setting of christmas for the confessions is fine i like that's a traditional like that's a tropey traditional thing that a bunch of anime do and it's fine i think it's great that they do that because it makes sense when it's better to confess during this time when all the spirits are jolly and everyone is doing couple stuff versus like I don't know, the start of school or something. It was just like, it's I've not known, very memorable. I've known a number of people who have like proposed around Christmas time too. So it's kind of tracks. Yeah. I mean, it's just a high positive, high energy, positive mood. Yeah. I was surprised you didn't want to talk about the, uh, the Wotakoi Christmas episode where everyone's working on Christmas. Cause that's just depressing. <laughs> 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 you say that, but there's so many people who go through that exact same thing. That's what makes Wotakoi so good because it's like it's literally a story for working anime fans. See, the problem it's is a that story for real adults, and I fucking love it. I don't think Wotakoi's Christmas episode had an impact on me. That's why. Uh, fair and, enough. And I know that the reason it doesn't have an impact is because like it doesn't have anything that culminates around Christmas. It has a Christmas episode. It's very superficially but... Christmas. Yeah, it's like it borrows the setting, but it doesn't really do anything with it. Unlike these other shows where they use the Christmas time to their benefit to yeah. tell a story as a setting. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess that that's pretty much we've talked about everything on our list. Um, so I guess that's that's about it. Um, I guess if there's one other thing I I want to say is that um, Christmas time is for bullying Satanya. I mean, what? <laughs> Ah, yes. Good old Gabriel Dropout. Always a goddamn classic. 
I just love that their Christmas episode is just how many times can we beat the shit up Satanya and not give her a gift? It's so mean. No bully Satanya. No, no bully Satanya, you bastards. Bully Satanya. Bully Satanya. That's why she's here. She's so, literally a punching bag. Speaking of Gabriel Dropout, Josh and Chun Dropkick has had a couple of Christmas episodes now because they've had multiple seasons. It's every time it's a great thing. It's always a fun Wait time. Wait a minute. Is that the, is that the anime that has fucking Hatsune Miku show up? Yep. Yes. Multiple times. Oh my god. And it's actually really goddamn good. Like I really I like enjoyed it. I should watch. I have I've never watched the first season of it, and it's like there's what on season three now. Yeah, Alex, you enjoy Gabriel Dropout. You will I love. Do. I mean, absolutely love Josh and Chun Dropkick. I I will give it a shot at some point. I I feel like I definitely need to because people keep talking about it. It's a fun anime that breaks the fourth wall constantly. It's a fun zany oh. thing. Oh, you know I'm a sucker for fourth wall breaks. <laughs> exactly. You'll love this shit. And, like, most of the third season was actually an ad for, like, various places in Japan. Oh. It was actually really like cool. Drive in Tori? <laughs> no, no, no. That would have been cool, though. But they actually advertised, like, a no, lot gotta, of remote you locations. For, you gotta leave that for Zombieland Saga. Of course, of course. That's that's their shtick. <laughs> Alright, well, I think we'll we'll go ahead and uh, leave it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, who uh, dropped in to listen to us talk about our favorite Christmas anime episodes. Uh, check the description below, where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Check out our merch store. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. Um, I actually very recently added uh, Potteru stickers and magnets for every one of us here on the podcast. Uh, thank you, Burb, uh, in our Discord server for making those for us. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys! Merry Christmas! Yeah! Happy holidays for everyone. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah because it's gonna be Hanukkah when this. No, wait. Will it? Fuck. I think it may be the first day of Hanukkah when this goes out. I don't know. <laughs> We're not Jewish. We're Natalia. Natalia, help! <laughs>